Today we celebrate the memorial of St. Ambrose, one of the great four Latin doctors of the church and a great church father for the West. And he died on April 4th in 397, but April 4th is not his feast day because of how often that falls in Lent. So today, December 7th is, and December 7th was a very special day for St. Ambrose because it was the anniversary of a lot of things for him. He was the governor of Milan and came from a very uh, powerful Roman family and was a catechumen. So he was basically an RCIA. When at that time, the bishop of Milan had passed away and so the people uh, and the clergy were actually electing the bishop of Milan. And as governor, he was trying to oversee this process. When all of a sudden, a boy in the crowd said, Ambrose for bishop, Ambrose for bishop. And everybody started chanting that. And he was still a catechumen, not even baptized. Well, so on December 7th, he was baptized, received his first communion, was confirmed, and then also was ordained porter, exorcist, lector, acolyte, subdeacon, deacon, priest, and then bishop. And so December 7th was a big spiritual day for St. Ambrose. And despite uh, his formation being very different than uh, what would be expected of a priest or bishop, he was such a learned and intellectual man, as well as a very pious and devout and humble man, that the Lord was able to use him as his priestly instrument. And he did a lot for the church in that he expounded much on the scriptures as one of the early church fathers. He also wrote many hymns. He was a great poet, and so many of his hymns are still uh, in use even today, at least 14 um, in the Liturgy of the Hours, including uh, a great hymn, the Ambrosian hymn called the Te Deum, and that's the hymn that's recited every Sunday during the Office of Readings, and also for great uh, feast days and thanksgiving to God. And he also had a big impact on uh, Milan, the Ambrosian Rite, uh, an ancient rite of the Latin Rite uh, for the liturgy, which uh, was never you know, suppressed and still uh, is in use today, being very similar, still used the Roman canon and uh, very similar to the Roman Rite, but he uh, had an influence on that as well. And he expounded much on the Blessed Virgin Mary and her greatness in the early church. And so it's very fitting then that his feast day is right before the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And he also uh, did much to promote uh, and defend not only celibacy, but uh, the, the great value in consecrating virginity. And it was said that mothers would not allow his daughters to be present at his sermons sometimes, lest they uh, be convinced to 
have as their one desire to have Christ as their spouse. Uh, and so, you know, his rhetoric, his uh, speaking skills were so great and eloquent that he was known to be uh, able to move people. And this includes even St. Augustine. You know, St. Monica, Augustine's mother, had gone to uh, St. Ambrose asking for prayers and help. And St. Ambrose comforted her saying, you know, don't worry, he will convert. He saw something in Augustine. And Augustine, who was very worldly, uh, you know, lawyer and intellectual, uh, respected Ambrose, even though he did not respect Christianity, he respected Ambrose just because of his great stature and uh, intellect. And so eventually, you know, he, St. Augustine says, you know, St. Ambrose was huge in his conversion. And St. Ambrose was not afraid to speak for the truth, to defend the truth, to preach the truth in season and out of season. And as Bishop of Milan, he had many dealings with the emperors of the Roman Empire. He had to uh, defend the church against the Arian heresy at the time. And when the emperor uh, or in the, uh, his wife wanted one of the churches to be handed over to the Arians, St. Ambrose fought tooth and nail to keep it within uh, the proper Christian church and not to this heretic church. Uh, he also, when one of the emperors was accused of murder, he excommunicated him because he did not repent. And then there was another emperor, Emperor uh, Theodosius. He also not only denied him Holy Communion, but denied him even entrance into the church because he uh, had part in his soldiers having a, a massacre in a certain city, Thessalonica. And St. Ambrose was trying to, again, not excommunicate him uh, out of just being exclusive. He was trying to get him to repent. And the emperor made the excuse, well, King David was uh, a murderer and an adulterer. And St. Ambrose retorted, you know, you have followed him in sin, now follow him in repentance. And so that was always his goal when he rebuked anybody or uh, was seemingly severe. It was always to let them know that they're not in a good place so that they can be in a good place, to get them to receive the mercy of the Lord. And he was known as a very powerful confessor. It was said that when he heard confessions, he would weep. He would weep so much so that the penitents who were confessing couldn't help but weep. Uh, and, and it was said that it almost seemed like the sins that were being confessed to him, to Christ, they were almost like as if they were his own sins. And so, you know, he was very uh, desiring of receiving the mercy of the Lord. And that is the kind of priests and bishops we need today, those who will preach the truth so that we might receive the authentic mercy of the Lord, so that the truth 
will always allow us to stand on solid ground. And that is the wise man who the Lord speaks of today. Those who are seeking the will of God. St. Ambrose was a man always just seeking the will of God. And only the one who does the will of my Father will enter the kingdom of heaven. Not just those who call me Lord, you know, says Jesus. And everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts in them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. St. Ambrose had great wisdom because he sought the will of God, because he acted on the will of God. And that wisdom, that desiring of the will of God, allowed him to have a solid house on rock. That is why he was able to act without fear against all those who persecuted him, the Arians and nearby governors and even the emperors themselves. He knew that his one true master, his one Lord, was God Almighty, and that in the end, only he will be the one he has to answer to. And so we ask St. Ambrose to intercede for us and for all our priests and bishops that we might all have that same wisdom to seek the will of God and with that desire of doing the will of God, that we might have our house on solid rock, always acting without fear and courage against the world, preaching Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.